welcome to the Trinity Reformed Church Podcast. Exhortation by Larson Hicks on December 4th, Lord's Day Service. comes from Psalm 34, verse 8, which says, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. This morning, I want to encourage you to make this Christmas extra special this year and to pour yourself out for your kids and for your family, but to do it as a service to the Lord. And first of all, why should we make Christmas special? Well, for many, if you grew up in a good home, Christmas time is a special time, and it brings back fond childhood memories. It may be the eggnog, the advent calendar, or hearing special Christmas music, the smell of the Christmas tree. One of these things, or all of these things, are triggers or cues. They're physical reminders that draw us into the celebration. Just like candles and soft music set the tone for a romantic dinner with your spouse, so these things get us in the mood for the season. We are physical creatures after all. God gave us bodies and senses of touch and taste and smell and hearing and sight because he intends to use those things, for us to use those things, to grow closer to him. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Christmas cheer, then, is a kind of catechesis. The aroma, the tastes, the sounds of Christmas all build a three-dimensional immersive experience for your family of the joy of the Lord, of the peace of the Lord, and the fruit of the Spirit. You are giving your family a taste of heaven on earth and of the life of the world to come. Christmas is an opportunity for us to imitate the God who came down from heaven and was incarnate in order to physically demonstrate his love for his children. Parents, during this season, we too should pour ourselves out into creating an atmosphere of joy, celebration, and thanksgiving for the gift of Jesus Christ. We are imitating God's generosity by pouring ourselves out for one another. Sarah Clarkston illustrates this really so well in her book, The Life-Giving Home. Here's a quote from the book. She says, when someone once asked me just what it was that my parents did that made me believe in God, without even thinking, I said, I think it was the French toast on Saturday mornings and the coffee and Celtic music and discussions and candlelight in the evenings. Because in those moments, I tasted and saw the goodness of God in a way that I couldn't ignore. Moms, this is especially true for you. Moms define what, what home is, what home looks and smells and feels like. This is your domain, and, and in many ways, Christmas is the big show for moms. And it isn't just silly consumerism. What you're doing really matters and has a massive impact on your family. You are catechizing your children through your Christmas decorations, the meals, the traditions, the presents, the treats, et cetera, et cetera. But there are, of course, some hazards in all of this. The biggest hazard is uh, unrealistic expectations. Too often, there's a ton of buildup for everyone and an inevitable 
let down when real life doesn't measure up. Movies and social media create a kind of Christmas fantasy that just isn't real. Real life will always have bits of candy cane stuck to the floor. Another holiday hazard is an expectation that all of the kids are going to be super happy and appreciative for all of the effort and all of the gifts. I'd like to encourage you to dial that expectation back as well. Prepare yourself for the fact that your family will not express their appreciation for everything you've put into Christmas the way that you were hoping they will. And I'm not saying that they shouldn't, but we need to remember who it is that we are doing all of this for and why. You're not laboring to make Christmas extra special for the recognition that you'll get from your family or your Instagram friends. You're doing it for God and an imitation of God while we are still, who, who, while we were still in our sin, loved us and poured out his life for us. Your service to your family this Christmas is service to God, and he sees every little bit of it. In premarital counseling, it's, it's common to, to point out to the young couple, to remind them that they not make the mistake of spending more time and more money and energy in preparing for the wedding ceremony, which will be over in an hour or so, than they spend on preparing for the marriage, which will last for a lifetime. Similar, similarly, we don't want to pour ourselves into creating a picture-perfect Christmas morning experience, a Hallmark card Instagram moment, and then blow up when your kids don't act like you know, actors or models, but they act like children. Here's an example. You, if you burn the candle at both ends uh, to deliver an unattainably perfect Christmas morning experience for your kids and then end up exhausted on the actual morning of Christmas, you're setting yourself up for a crash and, 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 you're, and you're really setting yourself up to undermine the whole purpose. When a kid isn't a, a appropriately grateful or a kid gets jealous of another's present, you won't be in the spiritual condition to cheerfully handle the situation. And by the way, you should prep your kids for these kinds of feelings in advance. And so I want to encourage parents, especially moms, to spend more time on the eternal things that your kids will carry with them the rest of their lives, not the particular gifts or moments. The goal is to create a special season when your family pulls out all of the stops and celebrates, laughs, plays, indulges, indulges in more of God's gifts in food and sweets and in uh, their loving family. Our aim is to create a special time of year that glorifies God. And finally, parents and, and grandparents, I want to encourage you to remember who you are putting all of this work into Christmas for. You're not doing this for praise, accolades, or recognition. You're doing this as service to God and an imitation of God. It is a good work that God is pleased by and is making an impact on the life of your, of your, of your family. He sees your thoughtfulness and care for your family and kids. He sees the grouchy attitude you confess and repent of. He sees your humble servants, service to your family during this season, and he is pleased, even if no one else in your family seems to notice, although I promise they will someday. So imitate Christ. In Philippians 2, Paul says, do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others as more significant than yourselves. Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. Christmas is a wonderful time of year 
to look not to your own interests, but to the interests of others. Labor to make Christmas a glorious season for your family so that at the mention of Christ's birth, their hearts are filled with joy. Thanks for listening. If you want to find out more, check out our website at trinityreformedkirk.com. That's trinityreformedkirk.com. Oh, yeah.